Hello, I'm Stephen Hawking, and you are listening to the Scattering Stories podcast series 1 number 35, The Christmas Kazoo Charade. Oh no, someone's been tampering with my speech processor. Hell, hell, exterminate, exterminate, exterminate. The street, street corner. corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thank you, El Presidente. And welcome, welcome, welcome to this steaming festive log of a Christmas podcast. It's Staggering Stories podcast number 35. Ooh. It's Christmas! Yep. Woo. Yep. You should say that like a naughty holder. Sorry. It's Christmas! <laughs> that really hurts. <laughs> Hope you're looking forward to Santa, whatever Santa's bringing you, and opened all your prezzies, and you've been a good people out there. A good people. Well, good I was going to say a good boy, but I realised we have more than one person out there. Anyway, I'm Festive Crumbly. I'm Festive Fake Keith. I'm Christmassy Adam. And I am Xmas. The real Keith. Xmas. <laughs> Xmas. Xmas. So what festive treats do we have in store today, El Presidente? Yes, on Ooh. the news. On the news? You're not El Presidente. He is. But you answered. No, he was agreeing with me. Mm, yes. oh. I was concurring. Okay. Shall I do the news music? We've got to do it in a festive jingly way. Oh, God. Why does it become Morse code? I don't know. What did he say? Very rude word. If you can figure out what I just said, can you please tell me? Anyway, first up, Doctor News. Yay! There's the, there isn't any. But yeah. we've got Sarah Jane Adventure News. The second season just finished. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they've announced the third season. Yay! That's good. Why am I cheering? I've actually only seen one episode of the Sarah mm. Jane Adventures. Really? Because I'm grown up and I go to work. Mm, yes. Well, I go to work. I'm so not do grown I. up, though. I watch no, it player. But I've got a DVR. Oh, listen to the bragging. I've got a DVR. So tell us more about the Sarah Jane Adventures. Sarah Jane. Russell T will be back for season three, the Despite having obviously quit Doc 2 by that point. Yeah. Also, of course, Liz- Elizabeth Sladen is back. You can't have it without her. Uh, Luke, played by Tom Knight, is back. And Clyde, played by Daniel Ooh. Anthony, is back. And the Rani, ah, played it's not by. The Rani. Not the Come Rani, on. no, no. Played by Angie <laughs> Mohindra. <laughs> Angie. Yes. You should have seen the colour of his face when he tried to pronounce that name. Angie Mohindra. Speaking of the Sarah Jane adventures, well. Nicholas Courtney would like to be back as the Brigadier, but this time in Doctor Who. Because, mm. of course, he's. He's just appeared in what season two? Yeah, I, I caught that one. He, he's looking very old, and he uses a walking stick. Oh. Yes, he was. It's been nearly twenty yeah. years well, since he was last in Doctor Who. There, there was something I noted in the last one. There was a scene where they all got knocked unconscious by this fabo. Yeah, chair. And, and the brigadier amazingly slumped unconscious into a chair. Yeah, very, very <laughs> convenient. Although, um, reading through what Nicholas Courtney actually said, it's a case of sort of making the story bigger than it is. Because yeah. when asked, would you like to go back to Doctor Who? He said, yes, that would be nice. Yeah. So yeah. he's not begging for his yeah. Yeah. Uh, return of the Brigadier, but he's just saying, yes, that would be nice. But I then think... he also says, in my dreams. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think this is an ongoing symptom of what we've got for the past couple of weeks, since there's no Who information yeah. out there. So mm. let's clutch at straws yeah. until we yeah. have a haystack. Yeah. yeah, Mind you, it would be very nice, though. Oh, yeah. would, wouldn't it? it would. but, to be yeah. fair, he, he just didn't look as if he was physically up to doing it. No, Sarah I mean, Jane how Adventures. old is he now? How old? One hundred and twelve. <laughs> but it looked there's quite a difference between uh, Elizabeth Sladen yes. and uh, Nicholas Courtney. Yeah, yeah, she's a, always she's was, a girl, but it, it's more pronounced. <laughs> yes, and she's got a moustache. Well, he's got Elizabeth a beard Sladen. now. She hasn't. <laughs> oh, very cruel of you. <laughs> no, Nick. <laughs> no, Nicholas Courtney. Now, <laughs> moving on from Doctor Who mm-hmm. to Star Trek. Major L. Barrett's going to be back as a computer. Yes. Mm, yes. Yeah. She's That's doing, not really news, is it? She, she's doing the computer voice, but she's done. Doesn't the she do voice. that all the time anyway? Uh, I think. Yeah, she's done the computer voice for virtually. We're in the next gen in Voyager. So all the what, time did, then. Did, did she do Enterprise? I don't know. I'm not too sure actually. I think she did. No idea. Gave up with that pretty quick. I do have an addendum. Addendum. for this. I don't know whether El Presidente knows this, but George Takai, who has now come out of the jungle, he didn't win. He didn't win. No. Despite our prophecy, he didn't. Win. No. But he, I think it's in January, is being a Nemoidian 
for Clone Wars for two episodes. Oh, okay. Nemoidian. Yeah, yeah, the green... The, the, the uh, stereotypical Japanese... Stereotypical oh, Japanese like, I, saw, I thought that was oh. a worshipper of Leonard Nimoy. Nimoidian. The great Nimoy. I've got nothing on the Colin Baker, though. May ketchup and mashed potato be upon him. <laughs> Thank you, fake Keith and real Keith. But yeah, he's being being a, a general, evil general for the Clone Wars for about oh, two episodes. Okay. Bad news. Oh, Knight oh, Rider. Oh, it's going down the pan. Completely. <laughs> and the cast and crew have been informed that the seventeenth episode will be the last for the season, oh. and hopefully all other seasons after that. <laughs> yeah. How many times have they retooled this series? Yeah. Two or three already? I think so. Reimagined. Retooled the reimagined series. Uh, oh, God. Oh. Yeah, it, it, it's quite quite fascinating to me how some shows get reprieve after reprieve mm. and uh, other shows, Firefly, <coughs> yes. gets uh, cancelled straight away. Mm. Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that just left Firefly as a legend amongst <laughs> science fiction. Those of us in the know will always love it. Yeah. Um, Those of us watching Knight Rider deserve to be slapped. <laughs> oh, seeing Nathan Fillion went on to play the Hammer. What, what is the Hammer? <laughs> be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Returning Heroes writer Brian Fuller. Oh dear, he's got his claws out for villains. The current volume of Heroes. Fresh from his stints on the recently cancelled Pushing Daisies. He recently told Entertainment Weekly that the show recently... Became too dense and fell into certain sci-fi trappings. It's him again. Mm, yes. It's John Major. It I'm sure it's John Major. Does he nip in when I'm not looking? For instance, in the villain's arc, when you talk about formulas and catalysts, it takes the face off the drama. Right. And I think that's essentially what you were saying a couple of weeks ago. Pretty a much. A couple of podcasts A lot ago. of people have been a bit down on this particular season. Not so much as last season, season. but they yeah. really said they're going to pull out the stops and make the season better. Yeah. yeah. And it is better, but it's... It's not, not as good as they yeah. perhaps promised. Well, I mean, that's it. I mean, everyone knows who and what and what is. And now, uh, a little bit of sad news. Uh, uh, we have lost one of the greats this month, uh, mm. Oliver Postgate. Oh. Is oh. Now mm, no longer yes. with us. He of Clangers. Nogging the Nog. Yeah, Nogging the Nog. Nogging the Nog. And Ivor the Engine. He had a good innings, though. What, um, 83? I think so. Yes, 83. Mm. Yes. Yeah, that's a final. But, um... I think we have a few personal messages. Mm, we yeah, do, we've, yes. we've got one that <clears throat> came in today. Oh, yeah. We'll just play it now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think we could have put it any better. No, I, no, it's no. heartfelt. That was very right. succinct. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brought a tear to my eye. Mm-hmm. Who knew Clangers knew words like that? But it's the poetry there. It is. Mm. Poetry. It is. Yeah. The depth of song. Thank you, Tiny Clanger. You can you can go now. Sweep. No, you <laughs> cannot say goodbye to Oliver Postgate because you were nothing to do with him. I don't care. He didn't invent you. Oh, go on then. No limericks. <laughs> this is not the time or the place. Stop. Go and sit in the corner. Thank you. Has to have the last word, that boy. Oh, no. <laughs> Why do we even let him in? I don't know. I have a bad feeling about this. I've got a bad feeling about this. Oh, I have a bad feeling about this. I have a very bad feeling about this. I got a bad feeling about this. I have a bad feeling about this. I have a bad feeling about this. Star Wars Star holiday special Wars, is 30 years old. No. <laughs> My age. We're going to celebrate this, are we? Again? <laughs> Do we dare? Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm surprised. You know, who, who has pointed this out? Because Lucas denies all responsibility. They did actually have a few pages on the Star Wars website about it. Oh, really? God. Yeah. He's actually back here for Thanksgiving. So a bit off the... Uh, well, I thought, I thought he was personally going around <laughs> buying up every copy of the film and destroying it himself. Uh, yeah. I seem to remember that at one point in time. Never I more to it... be seen except on grainy bootleg video in dank basements and shuttered rooms. <laughs> I think it's become yeah. like flared trousers. Well, it seemed come... like a bit of fun at the time, rapidly became embarrassing, mm-hmm. and now... 
is becoming acceptable again. No, as, no. As, as some, you know, well, with, with nostalgia the, freaks. To, to continue the analogy, I mean, so they, be, they become popular every once in a while. They do, yeah. Like singing Gary Fisher? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Enough said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were reading in the Times on Sunday that her, um, I don't know if it's her autobiography oh, yes. or her account yes. of life on Star Wars. <laughs> right, now, over, over the edge. I seem to remember my brother and other boys his age and a bit older having lots of happy thoughts about Carrie Fisher in the late 70s. Yeah, I'm she sure they did. She was told when she applied yeah. for the part that she was too fat. Yeah. Yeah. And I might be slapped by uh, fake Keith here, but I think she was perfectly proportioned. No, you know, not many, not many women could have carried off that gold bikini. Oh God, you. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there was one nice description in it that mm. I remember is um, George Lucas now has industrial light and magic to change his facial expression and sound effects to make the noise of a face-changing expression. <laughs> She's gone mad. She was, she was <laughs> describing George Lucas as he is now. Ah, right, right, yes, <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, the book, Those if I remember rightly, shirts. called uh, Wishful Drinking, uh, and it's uh, one that I would like to get a hold of when it finally comes out. Well, you need ILM to change that large, wobbly mass under <laughs> yeah. his throat, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds like she's very honest in it as well. But yeah. She um, uh, voiced one little anecdote where um, Carrie Grant rang her up and suggested that perhaps she needed to take a little less LSD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Green screen does that, do you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any other news? Basel Galactica. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. The spin-off yeah. Caprica has been given the green light for a full series. I'm not sure. I- I'll probably watch a couple of these, but I'm not sure mm. how well this is going to go on. I don't know. It just strikes me as sort of like Star Trek, all the multiple Star Treks. It's dragging out a good idea slightly a little bit too far. Milking the franchise, yeah. in other yeah. words. I'll, I'll watch a couple, and I could be completely wrong. I'm willing to admit that. You depends. think it's in danger of doing a Star Trek? Yeah, it depends how, what writers they get on it and what ideas. Yeah. And, mm. but, Some people have described it as a, like, a version of Dynasty. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's, oh, no. yeah, I, I, I'm thinking of V, the TV series. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, mm. in space. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Shoulder pads, big hair. Well, let's face it, so Deep Space Nine <clears throat> became little more than a soap opera in space yeah. after a very promising start. A couple of the seasons, yeah. Towards the end, I think they began to sort of realise they had chucked the baby out with the bathwater and, and rejigged it, and it yeah. was getting better towards the end. Mm. Middle parts were at about season four or five. Yeah. I've got to agree. wandered off yeah. down yeah. into yeah. sanity I, I boulevard. I've got to agree. <laughs> They've got to keep a handle on it and, and give it a limited life, like B5, that mm. Babylon 5. That had a, a, a proper beginning, middle and end. Like Firefly. And <laughs> no, no, that just, had a, yeah, that just had a proper beginning and that was it. Wind them up and watch them go. <laughs> so we see, but it's different to Basso Galactica, the reimagining, I, where I they had the miniseries and then waited a year or two before they had I'll give them that. TV I'll give them that. Itself. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So, sorry, this, um, for those people who don't know about this, I take it this happens before Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, mm, uh, yes. It's meant to be called Caprica. Caprica. I think mm. it's about set about 50 years before the events in Battlestar. So it's like the creation of the Cylons. It is. Yeah, yeah, it's along those lines, yes. Hmm. That could be interesting, or it could be another Phantom Menace. Yeah. (laughs) I always thought the Cylons were a completely different alien race. I mean, they weren't created by humans as such. the original... 78 series, yeah, they were an individual alien race. Ah. But in the reimagining, they were actually the spawn of mankind that oh. rebelled against them. <laughs> I mean, which, what human in their right mind would um, invent Lucifer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. One who's had a really bad day. Mm. <laughs> By your command. And perhaps finally, 11th Hour, which is the uh, American remake of the British TV series, has got its uh, back five episodes to bring it up to a full season. I, I only managed to watch a couple of the British 11th Hour. Mm. I've got to admit the, the one I watched, watched, I can't remember it, but it bored the life out of me. One of them was really, really bad. I think that's the one I watched. <laughs> the one yeah. I caught. Two yeah. of them were really good and one was mediocre, as I remember. I've not seen the American one, but apparently it's doing okay, but not great. In a year where they had more chance to bring in new series, it probably would have canned. But with the, uh, the recession and the right strike last year, there's nothing to bring forward to replace it. So a lot of series are getting through or based on that. Yeah. Sarah Connor Chronicles probably along with it. Some painful news, oh, which ow. everyone probably knows. Mm-hmm. Um, David Tennant had to pull out of a couple of showings of Hamlet, stagings even, what am I on about, of Hamlet, because he's done his backing. Aye, he has indeed. Slip disc, wasn't it? Yeah. Rather which... more than the couple, I believe, isn't ow. it? Until New yeah. Year he's out. He certainly yeah, is. Yeah, until New Year, that's right. Oh. Uh, it's like a bugger, does that? I bet. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. 
So, um, to our regular listener, Nathan, we'd like to say, ha-ha, ha-ha, you spent all that money on a ticket and now you're not going to see ah, him. Ah, it depends when he's got the ticket for. Just yes. spoil my mocking. Potentially, right? potentially, potentially, ha-ha. Potentially, yes. right, potentially, ha-ha. <laughs> Sorry, Nathan, but I am a pathetic, pathetic woman. <laughs> and I will mock you every chance I get. Waha. Waha. That's the end of the news. Yes. There is no more news. Mm, all the festive news. Ooh, I've just remembered something. It's back to the Star Trek. Uh, just before we came out, William Shatner has an interview with someone, got on line stating that the feud with J.J. Abraham... Was, Abrams, yeah. It was just a joke. It's, it's a, a, a love letter to the star, and it was to draw more attention to the uh, film. A joke on whose behalf? J.J. Abrams? Mm. It doesn't actually say. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think there's a link up on 42 Blip, and you can get oh, it from, from there, from the so website. he made a knob Blip. of himself for basically, the sake of his art. Basically, yes. Oh, bless his little cotton yeah. socks. That's, he's a trooper. He is. Yeah. While I remember, mm-hmm. a quick recommendation, Real Keith and I went to see The Day the Earth Stood Still. Yes, so did oh, myself right. and Keanu Reeves. Yes. Oh, yeah. We thought it was absolutely cracking. Yeah, really, with Keanu mm. Reeves, he, he yeah. makes a good alien. Honestly, he, does. he really does. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't. Re- he's very wooden. Doesn't react very often to the and, and is disjointed from the rest of the cast. Which Perfect is what alien. Meant to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Special effects were excellent, but didn't um, swamp the film. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Plus, this Klaatu, he, he's not averse to um, using pain on people. Oh yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Was it Gort the robot? Gort, yeah. Gort yes. Oh, absolutely cracking robot that and the little boy was not annoying but then he was he's no he wasn't it's will smith's son he's been in pursuit of happiness and mm. he wasn't annoying oh. at all <laughs> sorry i just wanted to drown the little brat yeah. you're wrong that was you're really his son yeah that was really his son say you're sorry to will smith's son no <laughs> say you're sorry <laughs> sue you lots of money yeah <laughs> No, recommend that one. Mm, very much so. It wasn't spectacular, I didn't think, but it was certainly worth watching. It's good. Everyone's disagreeing with me. I thought it was no, brilliant. No, I, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't I'm say, not talking to you. I wouldn't say it was brilliant. I just said it's all Right, given that it is the festive season... Ho, ho, ho. Yes. And that we are a jolly bunch... Giggle, giggle, excited about Christmas coming. Aye. We're going to pull some crackers. It's a new episode We may of even Doctor tell Who. you some jokes. Mm. Uh, okay. Pull Ready? Up. One, two, three. Ooh. Oh, what's Ooh. that? What's Ooh, that? Something flew out. Dice. A round dice. A round dice? A round dice. Oh, How the hell does a round dice work? Very difficultly. It rolls. <laughs> it rolls off the table. <laughs> Is there a joke? I oh, know, you got it, not me. <laughs> Inside? Oh, Lord. Here we go, there's a joke. Where should a dressmaker build her house? We don't know. Where, Where should a dressmaker build her house? On the outskirts. Oh, Lord. Grumbly, pull my cracker. Paper hat. Oh, I got the lot there. What did I get? I don't know. Tell us. I got... Ooh, I got a yo-yo! <laughs> <laughs> so you can tell the gravatic density of the atmosphere. You spoil everything, don't you? Sorry. Ooh, I'm going to see if it works. Got a crown a in this one. Right, where's the joke? Oh, I, did, I walked the dog. <laughs> no, my joke, my joke, not your joke, my joke. Oh, go on then. Why didn't the skeleton go to the New Year's Eve party? I don't, I don't know. know. Why, Why didn't, didn't the skeleton, skeleton go, go to the New Year's, New Year's Eve party? Because he was busy. What? Nah, he had nobody to go with. Uh, uh, go on, FK. Ooh, another one. Ooh. You've got nice little balls on your crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, I've got one of these springy-type, Chinese-type puzzle-type things with the interlocking rings and a spring and what? something like that. <laughs> it's very detailed. Let's have a look. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those interlocking mm. Chinese puzzle. Chinese spring and a ball. Spring and a ball thingy. Oh dear. Right. Go on, Here we go. Bad joke time. What has a bed but does not sleep and a mouth but does not speak? We I don't, don't know. know. What, what has, has a, a bed, bed that, that does not sleep and, and a, a mouth that does not speak? speak? A river. Mwah. Mwah. No. My turn. My Please, turn. Please, let's have a better oh, joke than that. Woo! Ooh. I got it. What did you get? What did you get? Hang on, hang on. You've got to put your hat on. Oh, Lord. You haven't put your hat on. Putting my hat on. Putting my hat on. I don't know where my hat's on. Well, have a look in your thing. <laughs> My head's always too big for these hats. <laughs> oh, <laughs> comment. Mine's too small. Hey, it fits. Oh, wow. I've got a pencil sharpener. Oh, Come on, tell us your joke. <laughs> Hang on, I've got to get me joke. My yo-yo's come apart. Mm. What does the word minimum mean? We don't know. What, what does, does the, the word, word minimum, minimum mean? mean? 
a very small mother. Right, they were really bad jokes, El President. They really bad jokes. Oh, good, good. I got, those. I got a pencil shot. After that, pause for silence. I can't get over El President's round dice. Oh, no. How the hell are you meant to roll? I don't it's the, know. It's the dice that keeps on giving. Anyway, after that piece of festive nonsense, more festive frolics. We're going to play a game. Oh no! Oh, a oh, traditional yeah. Christmas game. Arguing over the turkey. No. Nope. Hide the ivy. Arguing. <laughs> Arguing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh. Filling our underwear with uh, holly leaves. No. <laughs> what the hell do you do in your house? We're going to play Swanee Kazoo. Ooh. Now, none of you know what that is. I know. No. I know you're sitting there going, "What the hell are they talking about?" The head of Perdry hasn't got a hat on. We haven't said we haven't said Merry Christmas to the head of Pertwee. Give him a cracker. Merry Christmas, head of Pertwee. Oh, well done, head of Pertwee. Come on, tell us your joke. He's very good with his teeth, isn't he? He's very he good. Is. He's, you know, ambidextrous teeth there. And well, the grip there was he's frightening. Gonna to, he's going to have to channel the joke through one of us. So. He's got a pen, though. He can stick he can it in write, his mouth to write with. He can That's do. very true. He yeah. can. <laughs> El Presidente, what's he oh, written? He's given it, yeah. How did the human cannibal lose his job? We, we don't, don't know. How, How did, did the human, human cannibal, cannibal lose his job? job? He died. Now he got fired. <laughs> I think yours was funnier. Mm. <laughs> Go on, head of Pertwee. Put your hat on. Put hat on, head of Pertwee. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Well done. Oh, look at him. How sweet. I know. That's like a decapitated head with a <laughs> Christmas hat on. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, Sorry, whoa, whoa. who wants to play a game? Yes. Uh, well, okay. Yep. Swanee Kazoo. Swanee Kazoo. The rules are as follows. Uh-huh. One team yep. using a kazoo team. and a swanee whistle yep. will attempt to play a theme tune. The other team has to guess what it is. Okay, this could be interesting. If you guess what it is, you get some chocolate. <laughs> if you don't guess what it is, you get mocked and ridiculed for the remainder of the year. No change there, then. <laughs> True. Yeah, a couple of weeks. And wrong. beaten with a length of knotted rope. Ooh. Wrong podcast. <laughs> You're on kinkpodcasts.com. <laughs> Kink podcast. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> right, should we go first? Okay. Um, block your ears out, please. Like that. <coughs> what the <laughs> hell are you doing over there? Team, we have that one doing it. Right. Okay. <clears throat> we will tool ourselves the A team. Real Crumbly and I, because you know we're brilliant. And you can be the Z squad. The Z squad. <laughs> I think being the A team, we should go first. Mm-hmm, indeed, yes. Take it away. <laughs> I can't play my kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a funny colour again. It's crossroads. <laughs> no, How does you know? Should we go together? Yeah. Yeah. I lost you, track of where you were. Shouldn't you be playing the same song? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I we right, we'll try again. After three. <laughs> One, two, three. I know what the... <laughs> I nearly swallowed my kazoo. <laughs> Can you guess? guess what it is? Go on, go on. Blake Seven. I think yep. so, yeah. I have to tell them. Oh, yes, you were right. <laughs> well whistled, Crumbly. Thank you. Okay, Z Squad, can you top that amazing performance from the A team? Uh-huh. I think we can. We're going to give oh, it a go. Oh, oh. Okay, okay. You give it away. Your money. <laughs> I don't know what El Presidente was playing, <laughs> but I think yes. Real Keith might have been playing Red Dwarf. What do you mm-hmm. reckon? Yeah, I reckon so. I was meant to Red Dwarf. Oh, <laughs> oh, Following on from such greats as Bones and Why It's Good, and the Real Keith's 30 second review of the Diogenes Club that actually lasted 7 minutes 25 <laughs> seconds, we have Crumbly and his 30 second recommendation. Okay, my 30 second recommendation is The Songs of Distant Earth by Arthur C. Clarke, a bit 
bittersweet novel about humanity's future in outer space. 200 years prior to the events depicted in the novel, Earth's sun turns nova. Fortunately, scores of sub-like colony ships, each carrying thousands of colonists in suspended animation, are able to flee Earth before its final destruction. The last of these ships, the Magellan, is forced to stop halfway through its mission for emergency repairs at the planet Thalassa, colonised 400 years previously and now has been terraformed into a subtropical paradise. One of the Magellan's revived command staff, Commander Lawrenson, is sent down to the planet to supervise the repair operations. However, he meets and falls in love with the Thalassan girl, Marissa. Tempted as he is by the Thalassan's idyllic way of life, he cannot escape his duty and sadly has to leave Thalassa, Marissa and their unborn child behind and continue with Magellan to its ultimate destination, 75 light years and 200 years further away. That sounds interesting. Is that, yeah. is that, is that an old one? Is that, uh, uh, I think they're right. all old now. because He's kind of dead. dead. Yeah, they had a couple of posthumous books, didn't they? <laughs> uh, about 1986, 7, something like oh, that. So very old indeed. Guess what it's time for, guys. Come on, guess. Stuffing the turkey. Okay, but, you know, go and do that by yourself. Oh, <laughs> burning pudding, puddings. Say that again? <laughs> burning puddings. Burning puddings. Yeah. Burning puddings. puddings. Yeah. No. R- no. Rolling naked in the snow. There's no snow. All right. And it's you're Christmas. not getting naked yeah. in front of us, even if we <laughs> were the last people Ro- on Earth. Rolling naked in the mud. Oh, oh, oh. Go oh, on, oh, go oh. on. What? Breaking my teeth and the coin hidden in the Christmas mm, yes. book. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, none of those. Oh, what? Uh. It's time for Doctor Who. Oh, yeah! Now, old Who, as we are wont to call it, classic, only, classic. only ventured into the realms of festivity once, as far as I'm aware, I with so. um, yep. the Feast of Stephen in the middle of the Dalek Master Plan, uh-huh. with the genius moment where William Hartnell turned around, faced the camera and said the equivalent of Happy Christmas to all you uh, at home. Yeah. Mm, which yeah. some people hated. Most of us weren't born, but had I been born, <laughs> I'd have thought, what a nice man. <laughs> and would have definitely tuned in next week. So, uh-huh. a plus. But New Who has taken Christmas, run with it, run Found back it. with it, yeah. and we have something every year. We it's do. Be- it's getting mm, a bit yeah, like Morecambe yeah. and Wise. Right. Excuse me, Crumbly's pinched my yo-yo. Give me my yo-yo back. <laughs> Just give me back. It. Mine. Give me my string. <laughs> very long string. That's all you meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to be about eight feet tall yeah. and stand on a stool. Standing on stilts. You've got to do that one from the top of the stairs, I think. Mm, anyway. <laughs> no, we digress. my yo-yo back. We digress. New Who has taken the idea of Christmas and embraced it like a brother. And every year we have... A new episode. We mm-hmm. do indeed. We had, what was it, the Christmas Invasion? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. We had, oh, something. Runaway Bride. That's Runaway the Bride, yes. And then we had something with a ship. <laughs> Voyage of the Voyage of the Bad. Voyage, yeah, mm. that one. <laughs> and Voyage this of the year, we've got... The next stop. Another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm good at this. You are. You got <laughs> yeah. them spot on. Yeah. yeah. Research is incredible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she spent know. a whole minute. Minute. Yeah. I think out of all of them, the best one so far has probably been the first. Yeah. Christmas Invasion. Although I've rewatched them this weekend. Yeah. And I was surprised that uh, I've watched Christmas Invasion more than the yeah. other two. And this latest time, it wasn't quite as good as I remembered. It's been probably about a year since I've seen it. And it's pretty mm. close in my mind now with uh, Voyager Damned. My hmm. personal favourite is The Runaway Bride, even though Donna was at her obnoxious stage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I preferred it much more to The Christmas Invasion, which really? I did enjoy. And we all know my opinion of Voyager the Damned. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think, um, oh Christ, which one was it? Um, the Runaway Bride. It's yeah. very inappropriate of you to say Christ at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it was very notable for the fact it was um, showcasing a new Doctor. Even though it did spend um, three quarters of the um, episode lying on his back unconscious. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was showing how well people cope in those situations without him. Which, yeah. for most people, was not very well at Not all. very well at all. <laughs> Especially Rose, at the, the crying and hug, having a hug for mum moment. Well, everyone <laughs> needs a hug. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not mocking it. I'm just... Who would, who would use a Christmas tree as a weapon? Yeah, I, I thought the Christmas tree was genius, but, and, but it's a shame they kind of reuse the same gag mm. the next year. Well, they it's, did. it's the same with the Santas, though. Yeah, mm. they yeah. did rejig it a bit. To make yeah, it a bit the new, exploding but... baubles. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think as as it's been going, they've been getting further and further away from the the Christmas idea, the Christmas theme. It's yeah, just it just to be... happens to happen at Christmas. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. certainly, certainly in the last one, the um, Voyage of the Damned, it just happened to be a ship that was floating around at Christmas time in yeah. the orbit. You know, it did the, look like the, a star. Yeah, yeah it didn't mm. necessarily need to have the Christmas there at all. 
No. Christmas was completely coincidental but to it, the... Well, that's it. I mean, they had yeah. the uh, robots, dis- um, well, the angels. Yeah, yeah. there was a Christmas-themed... Mm, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's what I mean. I mean, they, maybe not so overt as in um, previous uh, Christmas yeah. specials. They, they had the angels, but the angels could just have been any old servitor mm. robot. Yeah, true, yeah. But they have started to make it like a, a running gag oh, yeah. throughout the series that everybody leaves London at Christmas because mm-hmm. you just don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, there's, an, there's another thing that I... I I've noticed that also I've noticed in the clip for uh, the next Doctor You're right. is is certainly when he comes out of the TARD when the TARDIS lands and he walks mm-hmm. out and has a look for the first time right at the beginning and it's snowing yep. and it's a uh, tenant's reaction to real snow oh, not, not, ash. No, out, not ash not debris <laughs> on the yeah, ship not yeah, ballast from uh, yeah. from the uh, crashing uh, Titanic it's yeah, actual it's snow, snow. <laughs> for me the, the first and third ones so Christmas Invasion and uh, Voyage of the Damned they had a kind of feel good factor to them which is very Christmassy I thought in that mm. respect well especially but at the end of uh, The Runaway Bride I mean we're I all sitting around the table having Christmas dinner I mean, Christmas, invasion. Christmas Invasion oh Christmas Invasion yeah. mm. The Runaway Bride I think didn't have that at all mm. for me it didn't have that Christmas feel good. The end wasn't particularly mm. upbeat no. because the Doctor yeah. was down after having lost Rose. Yeah, yeah. and he's still on his own. Yeah. And again, that, that one was a classic example of it just happened to be Christmas. Yes, yeah. Apart from the Trees. tree and the um, <laughs> Father Christmas. I mean, it was so obvious it was filmed in the middle of July. Yeah. Was... Well, yeah. Oh, good grief, yeah. yeah. That, that is... Particularly the motorway shot. That, that is yeah. one thing um, no. uh, some reviewers, I know, for criticising the fact that it's not Christmas. Obviously not Christmas, it's the middle of July. What well, are they meant to do? They can't help. That's the time they film it. So yeah. They could have criti- ta- taken a little bit more care with the ex- uh, exterior it, shots. It's yeah. criticising <coughs> things yeah. that you can't actually have any control over. Mm. In, I mean, uh, where, where they have Donna's reception yeah. and they walk outside and it's bright sunshine <laughs> and... Uh, Flowers and something. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just unseasonably warm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, it's, so, it's so easy to do fake snow or you know just, just something to tame down the the light. It was it was glaring. Well, in the you can have really bright light in the yeah. winter. Uh, yeah, but I'm sure. Oh no, it, it was just so obviously summer. But they, they did a bit silly. Yeah, they did fix that with uh, Voyage of the Dam. Yeah, to take it out. Because it, yeah. Film it at night or take it off the planet entirely. Yes. I don't know how the next one's going to look because that's meant to be on Earth again. Yeah, it's, that's mm, on that's Earth. Right. Given the summer we've just had, though, that might actually have some I, snow in it. I think <laughs> that one was recorded. Usual times, it's the, the Christmas show is classed as 4X. And it's the first of that season's Yeah, this is actually recording block. Yeah, this was recorded part of last season's recording mm-hmm. block. Yeah. So Ooh. it's probably going to be recorded, I don't know. February, March? Yeah, yeah somewhere around then. So may not be quite so bad. Yeah, so <laughs> I, th- I think um, yeah, The Voyage of the Damned, I mean, it, it cut a rather jarring note in the fact that one of the, the Doctor's um, yeah, companion got killed in it. I never class well. people who were in it as one, effort, one episode as a companion. Well, in the, potential lo- in the loosest uh, sense of the word. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. On the opening credits. I don't know if that now counts as a companion. But no, you're right. It did. It was a bit of a downer. Especially yeah. she did it so well. Yes, she well, did. That's yeah. it. I mean, well, there was a lot of potential for uh, Kylie Minogue to, you know, to become yeah. the next compen- uh, companion. There was but... a lot of potential, but I think, Never given, given who she is. Yeah, yeah. I don't well, that's it. I mean, recording uh, contracts yeah. and touring commitments and things yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't going to happen. If it, but if the part had been played by anyone else, yeah. it would have probably hit home more because yeah. people would be thinking, oh, this is, this is the new companion. Yeah, maybe. And then off she goes into sparkly land. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> as for um, the next Doctor, as I was, I was discussing earlier with Crumbly, I have at least four theories of what's oh, going yes, yes. to go on here. But I don't want to discuss those theories because we have an anti-spoiler in the room. A, um, someone who doesn't want to hear spoilers? Yeah, someone mm-hmm. who doesn't want to hear spoilers. <laughs> well, if it's a speculation, yeah, it's it is a spoiler. It is a speculation. It's four speculations. Go on, then. Okay. You can One, stick your fingers in your ears if you're too worried. <laughs> There's nothing left in yeah. him rubbing his brain. One, that it actually is the next Doctor. No. You can't get away mm, from that. That would be too blindingly yeah, obvious. Yeah, yeah. Theory... Two, that it's a con artist pretending to be the Doctor. Mm, Though why he's in Victorian England, I can't figure out and I don't know why. Time agent like that? Why is he pretending Mm. to be the Doctor? What what is the reason for that? I can't figure that out. Um, Three, it is someone who has been somehow 
who somehow believes he is the Doctor. He's been blasted with the Doctor's memories, and he's acting on those false memories. Like the kid in the yeah. two-parter. Yeah. Two-parter. Two... Oh, sorry, I've got four. I'll get it out in a minute. I've had one. <laughs> I can't count. I can't count. Four. Too many sherries. Four. <laughs> three, sir. <laughs> I've done three. Four. It's the end of a long day. Yeah. He's yeah. forgotten how to speak. Four. It is not 1857. It's something like the year two billion, and this is a theme park. Okay. Mm. Very yeah. I think his face opens up. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> no, it's, it is someone <laughs> pretending to be the Doctor, but for professional purposes. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe the, the oh. reasons. The reasons I I have this theory is because the children need clip Rosita, the companion there mm-hmm. of this new Doctor, passes him the sonic screwdriver, and you have a vis- you, the final shot is you've got Tennant and Morrison both with their sonic screwdrivers pointing at the door. The Doctor's sonic Tennant's sonic screwdriver is the one we know is blue. Yeah, you've got mm-hmm. the big brown blue end. Yeah. Morrison's sonic screwdriver. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Morrison's sonic screwdriver looks like a screwdriver, mm. oh, a really? normal standard screwdriver. Um, one theory I could put forward. Um, I noticed in the um, clips being shown on BBC, the uh, Cybermen have the uh, Cybers Industries logo stamped yeah, on their chest. Yeah, they are, they are. So one idea that's come to mind is that it's a parallel Victorian age. It could yeah. be. It could be. But if you remember rightly, according to the last one, the Void is dead. The Daleks are on. There was nothing mm-hmm. in the Void. So yeah, but if you remember rightly from Doomsday, it was definitely, definitely impossible to cross the void at all ever, yeah, ever. Yeah, exactly. But the void, according to uh, Journey's End, the void was dead. So, so they must have come through at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah, Rose yeah. did. Yeah. Or, another ridiculous theory, he yep. stumbled onto a film set. He could have done, yeah. Mm, you never yeah. know. Cardiff. Yeah, and what's his name is actually playing an actor who's playing the Doctor. Like, uh, so based on some, someone like those people from Linda who know the Doctor yeah. exists. and uh, like So, a variation of the theme park. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are my theories. We'll find out which one is true. If, you if one of those is correct, time. El Presidente is going to punch you so hard <laughs> on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, I know. And give I know. you such a vicious Chinese He's, he's going to storm <laughs> from the room in a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take it out on the turkey. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so are you excited about the new one? I'm bouncing. Mm, he's bouncing. So presumably there'll be one next year as well. Yeah. I think, to my knowledge, there are four specials. We've got this one for yep. Christmas... We've got two sometime during the year, and then there's another Christmas. And mm. then... Straight into the... Mm. Yeah, the new series, series and new Doctor. And then the yeah. new series, oh. I think. I heard it may be five specials. Could, Ooh, that'd be nice. Could with be. one perhaps being at Easter to lead into mm-hmm. the new series. Mm, Could possibly, be. Yeah. So what, we're going to get one in the spring, one in the autumn, one at Christmas, and perhaps one the following spring? Presumably one at Easter. One yeah. at Easter this year, I think. Which Oops. I think they're going to start filming in January, I think. This is so exciting. <laughs> Who knows? And after Christmas, we should start here the new who the new doctor is yes yeah. presumably they're keeping quiet now so not to spoil the fact that it's Morrissey not. is or isn't yeah. Yeah. the next doctor yeah. Yeah. probably isn't I still think Patterson Joseph mm, likewise yeah. yeah I think they've given up trying to hide it I really hope I'm wrong I right. so it's not a woman I don't I, I've had a mad idea what, really? not? Yeah, no there's no way he's in the running and he hasn't even been mentioned but Andy Circus. I don't know who that Gollum. is Gollum Gollum well he played uh, Einstein with Tennant you know just sort of a left field idea He's, he's not a famous face, mm, yeah. and, but he is a personality actor. Yeah, that'd be, so, that'd be interesting. Yeah, we start the rumour here. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so there's still enough names being banded around as to who the next Doctor is then. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's the Christmas Doctor Who's, and next time mm. we will actually be able to review a new episode. Do you know, I have never reviewed a new episode. Not in all the podcasts I've done. This is true, you're going to implode. I know, it's so exciting! <laughs> it's going to be messy again. Yeah. <laughs> so don't forget to tune in on Christmas Day. Oh, and if anybody is out there who hasn't didn't manage to get to the proms, they are actually showing that New Year's Day, I think. Look out for us. Yes, We'll be there with the inflatable toclophane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Looking sensible. Yes. <laughs> and hot. I remember looking mm. like, oh, very, very hot. And very sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> given, given, <laughs> given the weather hot. outside at the moment, I just can't imagine How feeling that yeah. sweaty. Okay, <laughs> I think it's time for another Christmas game. Oh, oh, really? oh, oh, I, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Yep. Who would like to play charades? 
Okay. <laughs> Let's try that again and make excited noises. Who would like to play charades? Okay. Real key, go on. Okay. For those who don't know the rules, charades is basically, oh, it's a game. Making a fool of yourself. Yeah. We've got to guess what television, book, film, song, whatever title Real Keith is coming up with just by him miming. This is going Ooh. to go really well on a podcast. That's what makes it more fun. Okay. You are allowed to make, um, given that this is a podcast, you are allowed to make stupid noises. <laughs> Any change there? No, not at all, no. Go on then. Okay. You have 30 seconds mm -hmm. starting now. Right, film, it's a film. Film, film, film. Right. Two, Two words. words. First, First word. word. Small word. Small. Roly poly. A. <laughs> the. The. God. <laughs> <laughs> what was all that roly poly nonsense about? <laughs> Second word. Yeah, Second yeah, word. Right, right what, what, mm -hmm. what's he doing? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh, God. oh, The blob. The blob. Oh. You got it. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Zip it up now. Mm. Yeah, just put it away. Yeah. I mean, I have to look at it. I'm married to you, but God. <laughs> go on, Crumbly, you'll go. Right. He's going to stand up. I've got to take it to the floor for this one. Ooh. 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 Kicking out some shapes there. Book. Right, book. book. And, and a film. film. Yep. Six and words. Ooh. Ooh. Third, Third word. word. Small. Small. In, on, the, out. and, and. Something, uh. something, and. Fourth, Fourth word. word. Another small the. word. The. And, and the. the. Second, Second word. word. Sounds like... You think about this one, doesn't he? Uh, <clears throat> uh, no, no. Oh, spank. Yeah, yeah. Spank. Not quite. <laughs> Lank. No. Tank. <laughs> I'm not saying the W word. <laughs> this is a family podcast. First word. First word. <laughs> Chipolata. Oh, no. oh, you don't want to see what he's doing. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That was just wrong. Don't ever, ever do that. He was standing next to me. Sit down. Just sit down. God. Can I do mine? Yeah. I will do it sitting down. Okay. Uh, film. Right, film. A book. Book. I mean, 12. 12. 12. 10. Ten. 13. Oh, 13. 13, good grief. I'm going to do the whole thing. Okay. Oh, darling. Attack of the perverts. Time for sex. No. <laughs> Doctor Strange Love or How I Stopped Worrying and Learned to Love the Bomb. Well done. Yes. <laughs> El Presidente. Oh, okay. Show us yours. Six words. Six words. Seven. Seven oh, words. Seven. Right. Ooh, mm. Count the thumbs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fifth, word. Fifth word. You haven't told us what it is first. Small yeah. word. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, a book. book. No, 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 no. A a film. Film. <laughs> God, can somebody yeah. explain the rules to me? Oh. <laughs> there, there was a book of it, but <laughs> no talking. <laughs> Fifth word. Fifth word. Small word. Yep. The a and oh, the fourth, fourth word. word. Mm -hmm. I one. One. Okay. Okay. You? No, no. Oh. First word? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're going to have to help. He's blurry. He's very far away. Uh, sky? Stars? Oh. Okay. Star? The... Star. Oh, Lord. Star Sc Wars. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Which one? Star Wars 1. Mm. The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. So what was Phantom going to be? Yeah, show, yeah, show, show us Menace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should have seen that. Oh, God. That was... That was orangutan. <laughs> that, was that was Shakespearean. That was... <laughs> this man should be on the stage. Oh, <laughs> this man should be committed. Oh, God. Moving on from puerile Christmas games. Oh. We've got a letter for Nanny Island. Oh, Dear Nanny Island, my Christmas tree keeps spinning round at terrifying speeds and trying to kill me. My question is this, can you recommend a good stuffing for a Christmas turkey? Yours festively, Jackie T, London. Dear Jackie, I think you've been on the sherry again, my girl. Spinning Christmas trees, did you ever hear the like? 
as for the turkey, he's due for the chop any day, so let the boy have one final stuff before he goes to the big Bernard Matthews farm in the sky. It's only fair. Love, Nanny. Um, That's yes. not quite right. No, is there's it? something wrong. Not there. quite right. Has anybody explained what we actually do here to her? No, she's Yeah, probably. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just briefly, because mm. we've been waffling on for quite a long time. What with it being Christmas and all, I was trying to find incidences in science fiction which either included Christmas or dealt with the Christmas story, okay. and there aren't really that many. Most no. um, most things I came across just happened to happen at Christmas. Like um like the runaway bride and yeah. all that, and it just was an excuse to chuck a chuck a season in. But we did we did come up with a few, didn't we? Yeah. I'm allowing real Keith this one because he explained himself very well. He <laughs> thinks it's a wonderful life counts as science fiction. Yeah. Why? Wow. It's a parallel timeline. Yeah, the, co- the concept, maybe. the concept mm-hmm. is certainly sci-fi, and it's a damn fine Christmas it's story a as damn well. Damn good film. But again, that just happens to be at Christmas. It could have been a wonderful life in the middle of July as well. Right. Well, we're, we're going to go as it's also Dave Lister's favourite film uh, <laughs> from Red Dwarf. From Red Dwarf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, on, on that theme, there's also um, the Quantum Leap episode, a, a wonderful leap. Was it any good? It was actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, You've seen them all. Al plays the ghost of um, Christmas past, present, and future. Oh, excellent. Uh, <laughs> it's a Mickey take on the Scrooge. Mm, yes. yeah. There is um, one one film that both Real Keith and I went, oh, yeah, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. <laughs> a, <masterful laughs> a masterpiece of a film. That it's is. on a par with Plan 9 from Outer Space yeah. and Attack oh. of the Killer Tomatoes. I've got to admit, I've never yeah. actually seen it. I saw it listed but the, somewhere. The book is meant to be very, very funny, whereas <laughs> the film... Yeah. You watch it on Christmas Day in the evening after you've had a few, you know. <laughs> I think, if I remember right, it was sort of the 1950s, the most beest of movies. <laughs> One, um, there is an anthology of books out by a writer called Connie Willis. Um, she was a regular contributor to um, Asimov's sci-fi magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she seemed to be the Christmas treat. Writing wise, she's released a book called Miracles and Other Christmas Stories, and she's managed to um, she manages to combine contemporary life with science fiction. Like Miracles, the um, the story of the title is basically about a woman in an office who's having trouble deciding what to give her secret Santa present mm-hmm. as yeah. and ends up being visited by an angel who turns her life around but, well makes things better is a really poor way of um... <laughs> <laughs> but I reckon you know I recommend Connie Willis um, mm. I'm sure she must have written other things but she seems most well known for her her Christmas stuff but we do have one one sci-fi if you're allowed a wonderful life I'm allowed yeah, this yeah, one yeah, yeah. one sci-fi genre music which actually tackles the Christmas story right, mm-hmm. and gives an explanation for things that people may find far-fetched. Yes. It's A Spaceman Came Travelling by Christa Berg. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Which postulates that the Archangel Gabriel and the star were, in fact, a spaceman and his spacecraft. Okay, it makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> makes more sense than Lady in Red did. <laughs> Lady in Red was dodgy mm. and had very little to do with the Christmas story. No. <laughs> but no, as we were sort of trawling, we were googling everything, trying to come up with yeah. sci-fi Christmas links. We kept getting sent to Amazon for all these <laughs> these things we didn't want, mm. and. S- I was wondering if um, the reason that there's this complete dearth of sci-fi Christmas stuff is because the two things are not mutually compatible. Hmm. For example, if you're a firm believer in the words of the Bible, the Christmas story, etc., etc., how can you also be a scientist? The two, the two don't gel. One seems to contradict the well, other, and vice versa. There's Christmas and there's Christmas. There's Christmas. Thanks for that, old president. <laughs> <laughs> there's a modern Christmas. Which is nothing, it's nothing to, to do with religion, the Bible, yeah. which you know, it's, it's everybody just celebrates, even season. Christians yeah. celebrate yeah. that. And then there's the whole Bible the whole Christmas stuff. story. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's also it's something that um, Stephen Hawking's mentioned that I think puts most Christians or devout Christians backs up. 
is he explains quantum theory and physics as trying to understand the mind of God. Ooh, cheeky. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's, it's that concept of trying to understand what yeah. should be not understand, ununderstandable. A friend of right. mine I went to school with, I used to try and get her back up about this sort of thing, try to rile her deliberately. And she was a fantastic girl. And she would just look at me and say, if you have faith, mm-hmm. anything's possible. Yeah. And I think that's a a wonderful way to go through life, whether it's Bible stories, whether it's believing that they will produce a fifth series of Doctor Who. (laughs) If you have faith, anything's possible. If you build it, they will come. Oh, you will not (laughs) quote Kevin Costner films at me. Oh, ruined. Because you've got to have faith. George Michael, Mm. the king. So unless anyone can give us some examples, we conclude that Christmas is just something that happens in sci-fi. Mm-hmm. They never never attempt to tackle it or offer an opinion or come up with a story that mm. relies on on it being Christmas. It just, yeah. It's just a plot device. But, yep. but if any of you out there do have any um, links between Christmas and science fiction, please send them in to us at show at staggeringstories.net. And now, time for a short advertisement break. Coming soon from KTEL Records, Christmas in the Stars, the Star Wars Christmas album, featuring many hits such as R2-D2, Wishes You a Merry Christmas, Sleigh Ride, Christmas Sightings, What Can You Get a Wookiee for Christmas When He's Already Got a Corn, these and many others coming soon. Nine ninety nine, including that. From Woolworths. Hurry up, they'll be gone soon. <laughs> I think it's time for some feedback. Feedback, don't you? yes. <laughs> yeah, got to get out of here now. Okay, we've got a couple of um, quick messages from Tin Dog Bloke and Nathan. Tin Dog says, superb show as always. Listened on the way to work. Quick question, can you tell us the story of Pertwee's head? Where did it come from? Is it the head he removed when he became Wurzel Gummidge? That's from Tin Dog Bloke. Can you answer that, El President? Thank you, Tinny. It's not the head removed by Wurzel Gummidge. Uh, <gasps> no, it was found by a friend of ours on eBay, and he put, put it on our forum and said, yeah. what idiot would ever buy that? We all agreed. And he <laughs> did. Pointed and laughed. Mm. And then I bought it. <laughs> and the idiot bought it, yeah. <laughs> and it's been an object of fear ever since. Mm. Yeah. And it fascination. smells funny. <laughs> We've no idea who made it, where it really comes from. I have seen online in someone's mm. collection yeah. a copy of yeah. the same model with a couple of more heads. Yeah. I think it was the head a, of Tom Baker. It was the head of Tom Baker. <laughs> there was the head of uh, Troughton. I think there was Anthony Ainley or Delgado. Mm, yeah, the a master, master head yeah. there as well. Yeah. So there are more out there. Mm. We are not the, alone. The Tom Baker one was frightening. <laughs> the teeth. I know. Yeah. No, so he, he's not a one off. No. Amazing somebody actually made this to sell. Right. Nathan Hello. says. Hello, Nathan. I had to Google magpie. <laughs> Fake Keith, you're very strange. Nice job again, guys. This is fast becoming my favourite cast. Thank you. Very sweet of you, Nathan. Should, should we explain what magpie was? For those who it didn't bother to Google a, it. A, an ITV version of Blue Peter, really, wasn't Pretty it? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It was supposed to be yeah. more hip than Blue Peter, yeah. this being the early 1970s. So. It was the tough kids version mm. of Blue Peter, yeah. <laughs> more down market. Everyone mm. who watched Tiz was watched magpie. We've heard from Wynne. Crumbly, what does Wynne have to say? It says, dear team, you've all done festively well. Oh, thank you. I've heard that sort of thing for a while. Regarding fake Keith's comments on my last feedback, do not fear. I have got the medication just about right. No more shoutiness from me. <laughs> if I ever do go on a murderous rampage, I'll leave you till last. <laughs> Joking. Thank you. Not worrying. <laughs> I just re-listened to episode 32 and noted that you credited the Harkness versus Sparrow Fight Club to me. I think you may be a little confused. Oh, yeah. No change there. Yeah, mm. completely. I had suggested Harkness versus Zap Brannigan. I think our American correspondent and rightful US President Leslie should share the credit, <laughs> since she had posted the Harkness versus Sparrow meeting fiction. Oh, that's true. Very good it is, too. Sorry, <clears throat> Leslie. Sorry. <laughs> Worst old Who comedy. Pertwee gurning when being strangled by, <laughs> by the nesting conscious. In, in spare head from space. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Best old Who comedy. Uh, City of Death. Tardish dematerialisation. Ex visit. Ex Oh, ex visit. Yes. How could you not find that funny? Because <laughs> it wasn't. All right, it just wasn't. Sorry. Worst new Who comedy. I've mentioned this before. Ghostbusters, an army of ghosts. Yep. Best new Who comedy. The mime scene in Partners in Crime. Though there are a lot of cracking gags in TUATW. The unicorn and the wasp. The yeah, one that had me crying was the scene 
where the doctor shouts at the footman, Ginger beer! And his response, I beg your pardon? Kids, get your parents to explain that one. Congratulations on an excellent year of podcasts. Now there's a bit of Welsh here. Nadaldig Llawen. Win. I'm <laughs> glad you, you said you that because I wasn't going to pronounce it. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yeah. he's actually Thank just you. sworn at us in mm. Welsh yeah, at the end. Who else have we got, El Presidente? Nao Dodson. Ooh, what does Nao Hello, Nao. Hello, staggering stories. Hello, Nao. Hello. Hello. Are your collective ears burning? Ooh. I've name checked you as often as I could at Chicago TARDIS, and particularly on the Women in Fandom panel. Ooh. Ooh. That could explain a lot. And my ears have been very yeah. red. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. A few comments on number 33. First, my sympathies for the loss of Mr. Dalek. Thank uh, you. Uh, second, I haven't seen the whole episode. There's a scene in the new Knight Rider where the characters <laughs> are at costume party dressed as characters from other TV shows. One of them is dressed as Captain Jack Harkness. Yeah, I've seen photos <laughs> of this one. I have seen photos of this one online, yeah. Third, throwing in my two pence on some best and worsts. You finished the music conversation, but having just obtained my copy of Season 4 soundtrack, I'd like to throw in an honourable mention for the best music we never heard on TV to All in the Mind. A lovely bit of hypnotically upbeat music that was apparently moved from Silence in the Library. It's hard to tell if the best and worst of Tenant being discussed were for David himself or the Tenth Doctor, so I'm going to do both. Because having long-winded opinions is a speciality. The Doctor, worst. I agree with Fate Keith that smugness is a, is the worst trait of Ten. It was nowhere worse than in Tooth and Claw, where the Doctor and Rose all but said, we travel in time and space, oh, so we're better than you. By the end, Queen Victoria should have been swinging that sword at their necks, not tapping on their shoulders. <laughs> it was plain rude, and Her Majesty wasn't the only one who was not amused. At least she made her royal decree of banishment a stick a century later, what with tortured being the reason Rose is in another universe. The Doctor, best. I just love the way he melts down when he sees Sarah Jane again for the first time in school reunion and that huge hug when he bids her goodbye I almost put this under the acting part but I'm not sure Tennant was <laughs> acting six actors later and you really believe it's the same man who broke his hearts when he was forced to send her away David's acting worst a tie between the overly silly I've been poisoned overacting unicorn on the wasp and the clap if you believe in Tinkerbell Jesus Time Lord scene which will also win worse if you ever do best worst plot points David's acting best sorry Crumbly it's midnight the script was sound ear but Tennant turned it into a silky purse. For such a Gabby character, Tennant is at his best when he's saying nothing what his body says the opposite of what his mouth is saying. For sheer acting technique, from timey through silent emotion, Midnight Winds. I'll have to catch up with the next couple of podcasts after the fact because in three weeks I'll be on your side of the sea. So, so much in advance, have a Merry Christmas, you all. And a Merry Thank Christmas you. to you. Mm, Thank Merry you, Christmas. And enjoy your holiday in England. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hope it doesn't rain too much. Okay, we've also heard from Scardis. Mm-hmm. Hello, Scardis. Hello, Scardis. Hello. Scardis is been um, listening to the Eighth Doctor audio adventures on BBC Radio 7 starring Paul McGann and Sheridan Smith and he says all in all I wasn't overly impressed with them but I did like Sheridan as a companion Yeah, and I reckon Nick Briggs took on board what Rusty said about Ten taking personality traits from Rose in the regeneration as Nick described Lucy in one of the interviews as a brash northern lass (laughs) does that remind you of anyone? He also wasn't very impressed with the theme music which leads him on to um, an in-depth discussion on <laughs> the pros and cons of later the theme music throughout the show. He rightly says the theme tune has been very much a product of their time. Wasn't at all surprised that the Peter Davison theme was played on an instrument that had Yamaha <laughs> And although the Colin Baker's theme was pretty poor, it was nothing compared to Sylvester McCoy's theme. That wretch noise, for want of a better term, in the middle eight is a horrible thing to do with the theme. <laughs> The movie theme wasn't great either, but it was a one-off. But the award for the worst made-for-BBC version of the theme goes to Scream of the Schalke. Scardis gives us his favourite comedy moments. Favourite ninth Doctor comedy moment has to be in Boomtown when the Doctor goes into the Mayor's office, tells Margaret's secretary that the Doctor would like to see her, and then we hear the cup shatter. (laughs) The secretary comes back uh, back in all flushed, trying to give an excuse, and the Doctor rightly guesses she's climbing out of the window, isn't she? <laughs> that was yeah. classic. Yeah, Austin does that bemused look so well. Worse for me was the side characteristic that the Slitheens are naturists at mm, heart. That's worrying. Victory should be naked. <laughs> As any stereotypical American cheerleader would say, ew. ew. Yep. Says, I've recently been listening to Chimes of Midnight <gasps> oh, on yes. Radio 7 for the first time. Mm. I'm really enjoying it, and I've set up a discussion thread on the Doctor Who forum in the Big Finish section for people who, like me, were experiencing the story for the first time. Sadly, it appears I'm the only one. I persevere nonetheless and post my reaction to part two when who decides to ask me to clarify a point I made 
made but the flipping writer himself. <laughs> Shearman, what other major sci-fi series has that sort of interaction with its writers, I ask you? All the best, Scardis. Thank you all very much for your feedback. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Yes, please. Anything Continue else writing. you'd like to add, you can get in touch with us at show... At staggeringstories.net I think it's time to time. finish now. Uh, It'll be Christmas soon. Yeah. And it's time for all real Keiths to be tucked up in beds. <laughs> all cosy and snug underneath the duvet. He's stocking at the end of his bed. <laughs> so excited. Then I'll point out it's not Christmas for another ten days and could you please get up and go to work? Oh, you, 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 you. <laughs> anyway, that brings us to the end of our festive podcast. All that remains for the Staggering Stories team to do is to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! To one happy and all. Year. A very happy and peaceful 2009. We'll be back next year with more of the same. And hopefully a Doctor Who review. So this is me, Festive Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. And remember, the truth may be out there, but the lies are in here. <laughs> Can we have a mince pie now? And have a sherry. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 35, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fate Keith, and the real Keith Dunn. Views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is a fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. Okay, here's one for you. On which side do turkeys have the most feathers? No? On the outside. Yeah. Bazoo, thank you. You meant to hum. Mm. See you, there you go. Right. Which end are you need to be through? Do you want to do this? It's up to you. It's the narrow end. <laughs> oh, Jesus, they don't even know how to blow a kazoo. No. <laughs> you, know, you, you do the swanny whistle, then I'll do the kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> Mating season already. <laughs> 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 this isn't a kazoo. Oh, that's it. I thought you meant to go through the fat end. Worship Santa. Okay, Zed Squad, can you top that amazing performance from the A-Team? <laughs> uh-huh. I think we can. We're going to give oh, it a go. Oh, oh. Okay. okay. Give you a run away. for your money. <laughs> <laughs> The top <laughs> fell off. The top fell off of me kazoo. I thought you'd chosen yours. No. No, they couldn't make up their mind. Because he can't remember the theme to Buck Rogers. Well, come on. Do, 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 and now, yeah. round two of the Swanee Whistle Kazoo game. Round two is a round two. <laughs> There's only going to be two rounds. Oh, I don't feel like to take much more of this. Okay, Zed Squad, yep. as you were completely rubbish at the last one. <laughs> El Presidente, if you can remember what you're meant to be playing. Oh. Okay? He knew exactly what he was meant to be but playing. But it wasn't what, what you was were playing. playing. Yeah. Okay, go on, take it away. Let's see if we can guess what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Chalky's challenge. Mm. Close. Almost. Ooh. What do you reckon? Oh, I could be doing too much. You reckon? Mm. It's pretty rubbish. It is El Presidente's <laughs> theme tune. That was mm. that was very good. We're impressed. Yes, well done. Very impressed. Yes. And now mm. it's our turn. Mm. Oh, yeah. One, two, mm-hmm. three. <laughs> 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 we were nearly in mm. tune. <laughs> we did both actually forget what the tune was. <laughs> well, a little bit. <laughs> While he was playing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought random... <laughs> <laughs> you still haven't told us what it was. Is it Firefly? Yep. Yay! <laughs>
<laughs> you should have seen their faces, the complete befuddlement. <laughs> befuddlement. <laughs> okay, so that's the end of whatever this game was called. You made I it up as you went along. Slide whistle kazoo. I think it's time for some feedback. Feedback, don't you? yes. Yeah, <laughs> got to get out of here now. Right, I'll do Tin Dog and uh, Nathan at the same time. Oh dear. <laughs> At twelve o'clock on Christmas Eve, she tiptoed up the stairs. She stood beneath the mistletoe and combed her silken hair. Then Santa Claus slipped down the flue and caught her unawares. And this is what she said. Father Christmas, do not touch me. Father Christmas, do not touch me. As she stood beneath the mistletoe. Oh, me name is Father Christmas. He informed her as he met her. She said, Good grief, it's seven years since I sent you a letter. He said, I can't stand little girls. Bigger ones are better. And this is what she said. Oh, Father Christmas, do not touch me. Father Christmas, do not touch me. Father Christmas, do not touch me. As she stood beneath the mistletoe. Father Christmas, do not touch. Father Christmas, do not touch. Father Christmas, do not touch. She stood beneath the mistletoe Father Christmas do not Father Christmas do not Father Christmas do not As she stood beneath the mistletoe Father Christmas do Father Christmas do Father Christmas do she stood beneath the mistletoe Father Christmas Father Christmas Father Christmas And she stood beneath the mistletoe Father Father Most immoral, sir.